I have a question for you. When you think about the way in which your business presents itself and the successes it's had so far, would you say it's achieved its full potential? If the answer is no, then today's guest can help you. In this episode, I speak to Kelly Joanne Knight, who owns KJ Brand and Marketing Consultancy, which was founded to help SMEs to clarify their brand message, execute campaigns, and upskill leaders and their teams. With over 12 years of marketing experience, we discuss Kelly's career to date, beginning with her early days in HR, where she began to develop her understanding of psychology and how that led into a successful career in marketing and communications for huge organizations such as Boots and the University of Derby. We'll discuss how her combined experiences now enable her to be able to support companies to succeed by identifying their own value and converting that into a brand identity that is authentic. All of that coming up. Welcome to the Visibility Agency Business and Marketing Podcast. Hello and welcome to the next episode of the Visibility Agency Digital Marketing Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Kelly Joanne Knight. Thank you very much, uh, Kelly, for joining us. Hi, how are you? I'm very good. Thank you for taking the Mm. time out. Uh, It's nice to see you again. Uh, We are all colleagues and it's nice to to have you on uh, on the podcast. We are, yeah. Yeah, it's great to chat again. So, uh, Kelly, please introduce yourself. Uh, Tell me a little bit about what you do day to day um, and also what you do outside of work. Yeah. So um, I am a brand and marketing consultant. I've been in marketing for the last 12 years. Um, so what I do day to day, I look at brand identity for businesses. Um, I look at their marketing strategy, content strategy, and then execute everything that I propose to small and medium-sized businesses and get yeah, various different brands. Um, outside of work, I'm a triathlete. So um, a triathlete and a runner. Um, I also help to mentor and coach individuals to um, yeah do triathlon, run, run and form, things like that. Um, me and my partner have a small business called Your Try Mentor um, where we're coaching and yeah helping other people throughout their sporting journeys as well. Amazing, amazing. Now yeah. I do uh, half marathons. I try to do one a year, but a triathlon is something else so uh how, how do you manage you. that how, how how did you get into that <laughs> honestly i don't know like i've been running for 20 years or so and i can't even remember how i got into triathlon i had a few friends that was doing it and my cousin encouraged me to buy a bike off ebay um and at probably 35 years old um so i'm 40 this year so 35 years old he taught me how to ride a bike again and then mm. my now boyfriend taught me how to swim again at like okay. 36. So yeah, that was probably thought, the hardest Why not do it all at the same time? Well, oh not at the same time, but nice. Amazing. A half marathon is so much easier, Joy. <laughs> that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, yeah, I'm fine with that. That I can't do anymore. That's amazing though. Okay, so <laughs> in terms of, um, this is obviously the Digital Marketing Podcast, Visibility is Digital Marketing Podcast. I have changed the name a little bit because uh, I am a marketer at heart and uh, I thought that name was a bit better. So there's more of a focus like in this episode on marketing. And of course, you uh, work in marketing. So tell me a little bit about 
um, your company and maybe uh, more specifically about who you help and, and how you help them in a bit more detail. Yeah. I know you introduced yeah. it before, but a little bit more. Yeah, so um, my business is called KJ Brand, a marketing consultancy. So that's a bit reflective of my name, Kelly Duan. And um, yeah, so I recently set up as a freelance consultant. Um, just over the years, I have developed myself in marketing and brand and all things content as well. Um, and I've just absolutely loved working with different brands, big organizations, working with different people and um, yeah, over the last six months, have just developed my own brand and decided that I want to meet lots of different people and support small and medium-sized businesses where I can um, and mentor people through how to do marketing and make them feel more comfortable with it mm-hmm. and give them techniques and um, like processes and systems and things like that to help them because everyone's super busy. Um, and it doesn't have to be as hard as it seems. And there's a lot of information out there as well, isn't there? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I help businesses then to to identify their own value because I think that's where it all comes from, um, to kind of lock down a strategy that's aligned to their mission um, and then engage their target audience. Um, and I just want people to be able to do that really authentically. I know that's a common word that's used quite a lot, but I just think it's, really important for businesses to understand really what they're trying to um, trying to achieve and supporting other people through that and giving value and making sure that they stick to that rather than getting stuck in everything else that they see and hear. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. So yeah, once I've provided that proposal to them around their brand identity, around their strategy, then I just help them to execute that as well. So Copywriting, nice. social media management, email marketing, paid advertising, content creation, just anything that they then need. Um, I can either do it for them or just guide them and be that person in the background just telling mm-hmm. them how to do it through sure. a mentoring service that I offer as well. Nice. So, yeah, nice. that's what I do. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, on that, you know, you mentioned about kind of sticking to it. It's easy to get distracted with new shiny platforms, isn't it? And um, <laughs> and it's not necessarily about the, the the platform, but it's more about who you are as a business and the message. I, I imagine that's something that is is an emphasis you put on uh, your work. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think what we see at the minute, particularly with like Instagram and Reels and TikTok coming in recently, that you feel like you have to go away with and do the trends and I've noticed that with myself like I haven't delved into TikTok because doing that just didn't suit me like the whole music and dancing and things like that did it doesn't suit me as a person and it then when I sit mm-hmm. back now I've developed my own brand it doesn't fit with my brand it might fit with others and that's great and we can completely get into that um with different businesses but if it doesn't I just want businesses to know that they don't have to go down that route that mm-hmm. if you stay really consistent and authentic with yourself then that will attract the customers that you want to then help and serve so sure sure yeah absolutely yeah um yeah i mean it's amazing tiktok's like developed quite a lot and you know at the beginning i mean my my early perception of it was that you have to go in there and dance i think it is changing a bit and there's there's obviously yeah, lots of other sure. variety of content now but I think in the early days, you had to dance to go viral, yeah, which um, I think probably scared a lot of people. 
into why do we need yeah, to talk? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, cool. So um, tell us a little bit about uh, your career uh, and how you've managed to get up to this point where you're now freelancing and supporting SMEs. Yeah, so my career actually started in HR. So I'm not a marketing person from way back when. Um, I guess I am now, but um, yeah, so I did a business um, business management degree, so a BA honours degree. I can't remember what year that was now, but um, I remember doing that. Um, so I used to do it like part-time. So I'd work full-time and I'd do it two nights in the week, two evenings. Um, and I did that alongside my sister, which was great. But I remember having lots of different topics and I loved the HR section and I loved the marketing section. I can't even remember all of the other, <laughs> all of the topics, economics and some others in there. And um, so I remember just really enjoying them. And then I moved into work after my degree had finished. And the company I was working in, I really I got on really well with the HR director and the, the small HR team. I think I was doing administration work at that time. So they brought me into their department and so that helped me just to learn about what they were doing from that industry perspective. And um, they kind of took me under their wing and paid for me then to move on to a postgraduate degree in awesome. um, postgraduate diploma, it was in HR management, like a strategic kind of view on a course. Um, and I loved it. So I carried on doing that. I left that company and I moved to um, Boots UK. I'd always wanted to work for that brand. I just loved Boots. And when we when we were little, I'd shop in them stores with my mom, and always remember buying things at Christmas and going through their gift guide and stuff like that. And I think a friend worked there at that time as well. And yeah, so I moved to Boots UK in a HR role. We set up a big logistics site, and so I was. It was quite a generalist role, so I was doing training and development with. Um, managers and senior leaders um disciplinaries and things like that and just this whole like recruitment process for this new site um it was kind of a project role so i think it lasted about 18 months or two years and when that came to an end i then moved to their head office um which is in nottingham and this is kind of where i think my marketing steer came from so i moved into a like learning and development role. So I was designing development packages for senior leaders. And I would go out and I would um, do the training and development within teams. So it was great. I met a lot of different people, but it was a very kind of like psychology type of role. So I was mm -hmm, really mm -hmm. like thinking about what people needed. And yeah, it was great. I really enjoyed it. And I was on this. I'm going to sound like a bit of a nerd now, but I was on this <laughs> management development program as a high performer and Ooh. you got to go on. Yeah. I got to go on like different courses and you learn about your own leadership style and um, you got to move around the business. So I was quite visible to lots of different departments and I chose to move into marketing and applied for a role in their loyalty team, which looked after. You again, wanted like, more points, didn't you? That's basically it. I wanted more ad card points. Wait, George, because <laughs> I looked after the advantage card email <laughs> journey. I knew it. <laughs> you didn't even know that either. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, I went into this, like, quite psychology-led 
loyalty marketing what are people doing where are they shopping what are they buying where do you mm. take them next on the next journey and yeah i really enjoyed it the whole marketing lingo though was hot like it, i just couldn't get my head around impressions and open rates and all of these things that people were talking about so i did a little bit on the advantage card i worked on webmd i don't know if you heard of them so they're like a health email yeah and did an email campaign with the america team and um what else did i do health and beauty magazine so this gift kind of like the gift guide thing that i enjoyed yeah i think i attracted Mm -hmm. that into my life but i worked on that advertising for the health and beauty magazine so i did that for about four years and then i moved into their pr team and for the next year 18 months i worked on their pr for number seven so all of the big own brand beauty range 17 um and botanic so it's great like i love them brands as well use them and i was dashing around london making up these crazy pr events and things like that with an external agency but realized pr wasn't my thing like so working with a journalist and yeah it just didn't fit me for some reason like I love the brands that I worked on but decided that actually it was the loyalty side that I really enjoyed a lot more and um, from there I think I was at Boots for about six years but then moved to the University of Derby I moved into um, an international role so the role I've been facing for some time um, and this really helped me to step up and think about strategy plans and owning um, owning and making decisions on what I thought was the next recommended date to move into. So I had to kind of delve into all of the analytics from what had happened before, um, what was performing and what wasn't, and then make recommendations on a global market. So it was quite a big role and very busy. And um, there was a lot of like culture changes and things like that, that I could get involved in and help to influence just from my kind of old HR days too and um, so did that for I think about 18 months or two years again and then there was an opening in the brand team I remember when I started at the university we used to have these big marketing like gather up um in big lecture theatres and I remember hearing the brand team talk and I was like I want to work in that team like, <laughs> I knew straight straight away as soon as I soon as I got through the door that I wanted to work on that team and that came to um, like fruition a couple of years later I started in a content creation role so they hadn't really looked at their content or how they were creating it or being proactive with it at that point so this was a new role and I could really shape the way that we created content and um, I could put a strategy around it and then help and support other people on how to create the right content but really thinking about the purpose of why we were doing what we were doing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because it's the brand team and they've got that front of mind do you? yeah yeah so um i helped to kind of instill that while they were going through a big brand development project at the same time so that was really fun it helped me to i kind of just got a different perspective of a big organization and um, so I'd done quite a lot of tactic work, but then kind of flipped it. So I started to look at strategy and why we were doing what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
just to help to influence some decisions as well but created a ton of videos like a ton of blogs and the best part of that role was that I got to work with the students and we set up um, an influencer program so they could peer-to-peer they were talking peer-to-peer and creating content for upcoming students Um, so I could help to guide them and there was a lot of marketing students involved in that obviously and so it was just nice to kind of guide other people and and mm-hmm. show them how we were doing and what, why we were doing what we were doing. Awesome. So what we went through lockdown, flipped everything on its head, created everything into a digital format as everyone else did. And then um, about a year after lockdown ended, um, decided I was ready for a change and moved to a small creative agency. Um, so they were... Um, Healthcare-led and events-led, but I was doing the marketing for their small business. Um, so again, just got to be very generalist, very strategy-focused, um, and yeah, then just decided that actually um, all the things that I've learned over the last few years, I could almost package it together and continue to help other small businesses. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, I just decided that it was time for me to kind of branch out, do my own thing. Um, I seen that I could develop a brand through our triathlon mentoring business that I just created um, last year, as late last year as well. So um, just used all the skills that I had and started to build a website, put brand guidelines together, write a business plan. Um, and my boyfriend was super supportive in it as well and just like really encouraged me that yeah like before this year like let's try something new be a bit mm-hmm. brave um yeah and this is where i am today amazing which is mind-blowing but yeah, yeah. Good. i mean that's a great um story of, of your experience you know you really uh communicate that well in terms of like all the way through your career and i think when you know in the early days of hr obviously worked with people and started to understand psychology and maybe that's kind of where that started because now you understand how to communicate i mean yeah you know in in a hr role it's all about communication right so you've got to work with people which is not too far away from a marketing role really um yeah exactly so yeah yeah, i I see how that's developed and i you know i definitely think you went into a boost to to get more points on your loyalty card but in general um (laughs) it's it's amazing how like you you how you've um, changed roles and it's and it's built into this point so that's amazing yeah um, and obviously we met in the international team that's how 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 we've come we to did. know each other so yeah those were yeah. Uh, really great days as well and um i really enjoyed working with you then um so um in terms of uh the industry that you're in uh what would you say is that kind of white interesting for you and unique um you know industry to be in um, yeah, I would say it's so varied, isn't it, marketing? You can get involved in so many different elements of it. And I guess you can specialise in different areas if you wanted to, or you can be quite generalist like I am. Um, and yeah, and you can then um, decide maybe along the way where you want to go, to, where you want to specialise later on down the line. I think there's just there's so much information out there and there's so many different almost like techniques and 
systems and platforms and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's a lot of information to take in isn't there and i like that element of it and there's a lot of people shaping their businesses in different ways using different techniques too um and i think that's what makes it quite unique um things are obviously constantly changing with social media and technology of course but then as we were just saying like the basics are always going to be the same it's down yeah. to consumer psychology and although over time because of technology consumer psychology has changed people are still people aren't they so yeah we purchase for a particular reason or for a want or a need and i think yeah because that, it, that remains because that, yeah that remains and then you've got kind of that foundational layer and then all of the technology and change up above like i think that's why it makes it so unique and interesting and also it's happening every day and you don't really realize it like every time you're on your phone or every time you've got the tv on or like something comes through your door that's marketing and i think sometimes we don't realize that like marketing and branding is happening all of the time around us isn't it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um yeah and i think what also makes it interesting is as well as unvaried approaches that you can see and hear people talking about marketing in a different way so there's them short-term tactics getting a thousand followers in on socials in one week um but then you've got other people where they're saying that the true way to build a business is through community and relationships and it's a longer term game and i think if you're creating a business or you're working for a business it's about understanding which one you want to go down and what fits with you most authentically um i also love that like youtube is there as well like i'm a big youtube fan but then you've got all of these big brands these huge amazing brands doing huge amazing things with all of their budget but then you've got so many one-person businesses as well and mm-hmm. everyone's in business aren't they everyone's got a brand in some form or fashion and um, if it's a personal brand or if it's a product or service but all of this technology helps everybody to communicate with everybody like mm-hmm. it's insane mm-hmm. if you think about it <laughs> absolutely um, and it's changing so fast that the, the industry is you know i consider myself young and yet it's changed so much in my my career so far exactly, um, yeah and so that's why people are confused and, and and need support to to navigate through and you know somebody like you kelly to to, to help them to be up to date with the like the latest trends mm-hmm. and 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 the latest way of doing things, you know, SEO is changing all the time. Paid advertising is changing. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's 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 why we're needed in terms of um, you know people asking us for support because it's overwhelming. It can be overwhelming for us. I, I mean, do you feel overwhelmed yeah. sometimes? I personally do sometimes. I mean, oh my gosh, yeah. Like I just saying what my career was back then. Just then, I was like, but, actually, I've done a lot. Like you forget what you've done. But then, like you say, over time, so much has changed. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, I can sit on Instagram and I'll be watching different people and I'm like, oh, I don't know if, like, do I do that? Or am I doing that right? Or should I be doing it this way instead? Or Yeah, yeah. yeah we were talking about just posting on social for your own brand. Kind of, it rocks you a little bit and it shouldn't. It's like, yeah. There's lots of different ways for you to get completely overwhelmed. But going back to what we were saying before, it's and how I want to help 
businesses is just being really confident in what you have to offer and if it's you as a one person business or a service that you're trying to develop just know where and just be confident in what you've got and just switch off everything else and go down that channel of marketing yourself in that confident way and just keep at that yeah because yeah. if you're trying to be somebody else um you know it's not it's not going to happen over the long term you won't be able to keep that up for, for the long term it's it's about who you are as a business what are your strengths and acknowledging those and putting yeah. more emphasis on on the bits that make you unique and special and um definitely yeah marketing and helps although, but you know you still got to have the core business and the core people behind the business so i, yeah, I agree exactly. with you on being authentic yeah yeah and i think like as much as like i love youtube and people are creating their own personal brands which is amazing like i love that people can do that so easily you can tell you can almost see which ones are authentic and which ones are are not and I watch a lot of people and I really do feel that authentic people want to help others and that's so nice to see and to feel when you're just watching other people doing what they're doing in their daily lives mm-hmm. um yeah and there just needs to be lots of that doesn't there like it's it's nice to see people enjoying what they do while giving back to other people mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. absolutely sharing and that's 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 what it's all about isn't it um Okay, so in terms of your biggest challenge that you faced in your career, um, mm-hmm. is there something you can share with us? And maybe you could tell us a, a little bit about how you overcame it. It does sound a little bit like a job interview, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I think, yeah, every role has its challenges, doesn't it? And But nothing really stands out to me as in, like, anything anything's been particularly that hard like I've always had lots of people around me because I have worked for big organizations and I've had teams and and yeah you just you go into different roles and like I realized that PR wasn't for me and probably at that time it felt like a challenge but I'm Mm -hmm. quite um like I will really can really sit with okay this role or this thing that I'm doing now doesn't fit with me anymore okay we need to change we need to pivot try something else and I will always try different roles and I think that's how I've just built up my skills and (laughs) over time but um yeah I think probably in just the last few years after lockdown that's probably been my biggest challenge is that I've known I don't I want to be doing something different but I didn't know this option was there for me I've literally only just realized it and researched it in the last six months mm-hmm. um so i've always had this like level of discomfort over the last couple of years i think just mm-hmm. wanting to do more and wanting to really like stretch myself rather than be sat in a comfort zone like that's probably my biggest challenge is mm-hmm. things feel easy i'm like no i need to do something <laughs> different hence why i've got into triathlon and now i'm running my own business um, yeah. So yeah, that's probably been the biggest challenge. But um, it, yeah, for me, it's just about trying something different, sitting with it, doing the best that you can, and then seeing seeing what happens. And sure, if you need to sure. pivot again, you pivot again. Like if I was yeah. in your shoes and I I was asked that question, I just said the triathlon. The triathlon, <laughs> like I that just, one dendon. That sounds like <laughs> the biggest challenge. <laughs> <laughs> 
when yeah. you're racing in the moment, yeah, that it definitely is. I'm like, why am I doing this? But How, what's your what's your your best time for triathlon? For my, my best time, so um, I mean, let's not compare my times to my partner's times or other people. But we say we focus on half Ironman. That's what we're training for. But Only we half. do lots of different. Yeah. We do all the distances, not at Ironman. Like I can't even, can't even comprehend that. Um, so I got under six hours in um, Mallorca last year, but that's quite slow actually. Like my boyfriend has done it in just over four hours. Wow! I know. So he finishes his bike and then just watches me on the run, which is kind of sad at the time. <laughs> But no, I've got a support there. I but, thought two hours is, is is just that's it. That's my limit. Two hours. I can't. I can't. Yeah. You know, get it over and it done in... with. But six hours. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I mean, Island. it is New York there. Come on, it's warm there. It's hilly as well. Easy. <laughs> it's very hilly. It's, it's like... difficult to drive. <laughs> what? It's difficult to yeah. drive in New York, and let alone cycle those. No. Well done. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you. Uh, surely Thanks. that's your biggest challenge. That's anyway. your biggest challenge of all our life. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The best part of your career so far. What's been the best? Uh, best bit. Something you can share with us. Um, um the best bit. Um, just the opportunity. Like, um, to, yeah, just finding the different opportunities that have come up and meeting the different people along the way. Um, yeah, I think back to roles that I've had, and I always think about the people, like. Yeah, just what you do. Like, mm-hmm. the, I've met so many lovely people. I've got lifelong friends. I still speak to people that I worked with like ten years ago and meet up with them. And um, they're the people that have helped me learn. And they ultimately where I am, where I am today, like why I'm here. Mm-hmm. Um, and those days when I was working nine to five in an office and the Christmas parties and the lunch breaks and things like that, they're the things that I think about. And then running around London with different people and when you're really busy and it goes a bit like crazy in the office, it's that kind of stuff that I remember. Um, yeah, I've had lots of opportunity, like I say, working in different places, going to conferences, I've been to Dubai with work and wow, awesome. yeah, like down south and yeah, just been like fun projects um, nice. and others have developed me over time as well. So yeah, they're the, they're the best my career for sure nice. and the nice. people that I'm meeting now it's very reflective of although I haven't got that like office space now and that team like I've met so many different other freelancers and I just felt that like true sense of like like solo entrepreneurs freelancers one person business people like everyone is just like huddled around me and helped me and these are strangers so yeah nice even yeah, even nicer. Yeah, good. Yeah, because we're all in the same boat, and I think um, you know sometimes it can be lonely, and um, you know it's it's important to keep keep those conversations. So I would encourage you to keep doing that. But I can yeah. see from your social that you're you're um, speaking to a lot of people and uh, yeah. involved. So it's nice. It's nice that you've got that uh, early doors. Okay, Definitely. so what, what would you say is kind of a, a message that you'd send to the kind of the, the new generation getting into marketing? Um, you know, we spoke earlier about TikTok and about, um, you know, it's not all about dancing, it's more about the messaging. Is there something that 
you would focus on that the young people need to know about marketing and what would help them get into the industry or, or be successful? Yeah, I would say, um, I guess there's lots of resources out there, isn't there? There's lots of different people that you can speak to. I would firstly say, and we say this for the triathlon, like if you enjoy marketing or it's where you think you want to go, like talk to the people that are already doing it and learn from them and take their advice if you want to and go away and do it yourself. And the best way to be able to do that yourself is developing your own personal brand. And I think that's really fit in nicely with just understanding yourself and it supports job interviews it supports when you're marketing yourself and putting your cv out there so yeah think about your own personal brand um if um if you want to work in marketing and why you want to work in it just really like understanding that within yourself um i also think it's not about creating like a thousand videos or anything like that but creating a portfolio for yourself online documenting um the work that you've completed so far this is one thing that i didn't do as great as i thought i had so all of the work that i've done over the years for boots from the university um i didn't take photos of that i didn't save things down and then when i've gone to build my portfolio 20 years later 15 years later I can only write about it and so show some stock imagery. I haven't got mm-hmm. all of that stuff from before. So, um, yeah, if you want to think about, if you want to work in marketing, think about how you're marketing yourself as well. Um, yeah, I think that's the main thing. Um, mm-hmm. think about I'd agree where, with that one. Documenting, definitely. Yeah. It's really important. If you're going to go for a job, if you're going to set up a business, like it's important or whatever. Um, yeah, so. because actually it's, we're talking about things changing over time so much. Like all of the campaigns and things I worked on years ago do not exist anymore. Like mm-hmm. they've either the products have changed, the brands have finished, or they've developed into something else, and all of that work just isn't out there anymore. Yeah, so, you can't go back and and, and, no, and borrow it off the website or whatever. Yeah, but also while you're thinking about your own journey and where you want to go to just like journaling down and writing down your experiences i can talk about the broad things that i've done but you forget about all of those little challenges that you've had in different roles and things like that so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just remembering to do that and and then that helps to build your own personal brand but also just sit with what your values are as a marketer and which routes do you prefer um and don't worry too much about having to specialize like have a broad experience and later on down the line specialize and go into one particular area if that's what you Uh want to do Uh i think Uh it's good to try like have a bit of a call it a squiggly career like try little different things um and try them in your own time as well Mm-hmm. Like don't just rely on other people and businesses to help you to get that experience and mm-hmm. um, develop a little brand of your own like do the brand guidelines write a business plan for something even if it doesn't come to anything major like do it in your own time and like practice it and set up an instagram channel and create some videos and see what techniques work and attract different people in mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it's easy so 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 easy to practice 
these days. You don't have to wait till you're employed to do it. And through all of that practice, that's creating your experience, isn't it? And that's creating your own brand. And then you can put that in your portfolio as well. Like there's just so many different ways to um, practice and learn these days. Uh Um, Absolutely. I think to to add on to your bit about a a squiggly career, I think what younger people, they don't necessarily realize that it's not a bad thing to jump to to different things because you look back and all of that is experience and you've learned something from that. But I think in the early days, you you think, oh, that was a waste of time, but it it really isn't a waste of time because you've learned something from it. But you don't realize that when you're in the moment and it's a horrible job or you don't like it for some reason. You've learned something from it. You've learned either you don't like it or that's difficult and that was better. And then the next step forward is more yeah, of definitely. a refined understanding yeah. of what you want. Like, way back when I didn't used to like analytics, like I would be like doing the report. But now, like I now I love analytics because I know what it's telling me. And um, yeah, like I, I'm not a math type of person, but like, now 10 years later i realized the importance of it um yeah like learning how to write and your english and things like that how important that is like yeah there's just so many different elements you're always learning Mm -hmm. aren't you absolutely all the time absolutely and you meet different people along the way and (laughs) the other thing i would say is like your network like like this for example who would have thought you know like Years later, me and George are chatting. Like, you just wouldn't have thought it, would you? Like, well, things do come back around and you meet different people and circles are small. And Maybe, yeah. Kelly, you didn't want to talk to me again, but, you know, I was interested in talking to you again. I thought you were really <laughs> nice when we worked together. You manifested <laughs> it. You did. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, it's good. Um, yeah, I think it's about the, the vibe you give off. And obviously, like, we, we worked with each other for a limited amount of time, but it's about the, the positivity that you gave at that moment. I always remembered you from that. So it's 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 a good thing yeah. to do in, in your career for younger people, for example, when they're, you know, getting into the into the world. You never know what comes back around. And exactly like you say, I, I wouldn't expect that we would be here talking on the podcast yeah. either. So um, it's um, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, do you have any kind of uh, any people that you'd like to give a bit of a shout out, whether it's locally, nationally, globally, that kind of you take inspiration from maybe an influencer? Uh, maybe you could give us a couple of examples. Yeah, I have more than a couple of examples, obviously. Okay. <laughs> but um, not a huge list. But yeah, so um, I've just met so many different people across the last six months of my journey. And um, yeah, there's different freelancers and consultancies and local businesses and people that are online and things like that for example um i couldn't just name three but there's a few people that come to mind so i've written them down so go for it we'll um, tag them in and the reason why i love them is because they're all developing that own brand they're a one person business um they're helping other people all of their posts are really just authentic and um just clear there's no um yeah they're just they're just really reflective of who they are when i've met them in person but they're all helping other people and you can really feel that through all of their content and that's what attracted me to them and for one reason or another now i am working with them or talking to them in both different ways and so there's danielle clark from dcc she looks after 
director and she does brand identity and I think some graphic design and things like that but yeah she's just really great and such an inspiration for public speaking as well she's just so natural at it and yeah just love listening to her she's got a great podcast as well and nice. called building best brands really good um Anna Rumbold from Apricot Socials she's just really good she just focuses on Instagram um but she you can just really clearly see that she's helping other people to make their messaging really clear but she just gives a lot of time out um, Sophie Croft from Freelancer Magazine as well. Um, I bought Freelancer Magazine um, over a few months ago now, and it's just amazing. Like I've worked for a magazine before, but the content in it is just so valuable and so helpful. And Sophie's actually joined our triathlon mentoring. Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. Um, Helen Costin from Fellow Freelancers. So I've joined her community group, and she's just got a number of different freelancers from a whole different array of industries that are just networking together um too well mike cole from this is mike cole and the cole collectors he's a business coach but has just given me so much time and is the nicest human that you would ever meet <laughs> um but nice just, yeah really lovely in terms of like his coaching skills and then nick from nk courses like he does a lot of freelance support he's a um videographer i believe um, but yeah, his content's just great. And he didn't have a marketing background. We've been chatting a little bit through LinkedIn and I was surprised to see that he didn't have a marketing background. And But the way that he comes across, the way he communicates, and it's just really, yeah, it's really, really good. Nice. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely shout out. Like people. I'm sure they'll be very happy um, when, they, when they hear <laughs> that. The so. whole <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Okay, so uh, we've come to the end of the podcast. Um, maybe you could uh, let us know how we can get in touch with you, Kelly, um, the yeah. people listening and watching this uh, this podcast. If yeah, they want to work so with you, what should they do? My website is kjbrandandmarketing.co.uk. Um, I am active on Instagram, so it's kj underscore brand underscore marketing and very active on LinkedIn. So you can find me probably just through searching for my full name, Kelly Joanne Knight. But my URL is Kelly Joanne Knight, KJ Brand Marketing. Um, and then I'm on Twitter under Brand You Authentic. So Brand and then the letter U, Authentic. Um, so on there, I talk about marketing and kind of mind management stuff. So I really enjoy that the psychology side and then a bit of sports and triathlon stuff as well because it all kind of mingles together awesome awesome thank you very much for sharing your story kelly today it was really interesting you. uh, you've got lots of experience and lots of interesting uh parts of your career um so yeah thank you very much for taking the time and uh, no problem thank you so much it's been great to chat thank you